0: we're
1: back once again
0: movie mayhem podcast
1: coming off the heels of episode 200 that's your right boys matt brian and uh wait w- it's dr matt oh it's true it's dr matt it's now. true yeah and it's... you have to say every time we come in now yeah your boys dr matt <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for you to like start working at a like a practice like hey it's your boy dr matt dr matt <laughs> Coming to hey, you live, <laughs> <laughs> all... live
0: from the studio. Two boys, Matt,
1: Doctor Matt. Doctor Matt. It's a Tuesday. It hasn't
0: sunk in at all. It's I'm gonna forget it like for months
1: until someone says, "Hey, Mister Taylor," and you're like, "No, it's Doctor Taylor." Like, Watch your, shut your
0: damn mouth! <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> smack him across the face. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be thing where I forget every time I say yeah. it, but when someone else says, I'll be like, you "Just what catch did him, you just call me." <laughs> <laughs> just catch him real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put him in their place. Um, no, yeah, I uh, um, graduated dental school.
1: Big week. time! Congratulations thank to you, you and thank the rest you, of you. the Columbia Dental School students that have traipsed through these these mighty halls of the movie. Yeah. A- <laughs> yeah,
0: man, we all made it, um, and you know, excited for the future, and you know, hopefully treating a lot of people, right, and not being poor. Yeah, yeah they, that's that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, still going to be a while because of you loans know, and everything. You but, could
1: get uh, fulfillment for treating, you know. People And then when they look at you, they go, thanks, Dr. Matt. And, but what, it's when those checks come in. That's, well, that's when fair. it really I counts.
0: I, uh, I gave myself a bit of a graduation present.
1: Oh? Yeah. Well,
0: it was my birthday on Wednesday as well. Okay. So um, it was a birthday graduation combo with the, uh, the Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man, like Jordan 1s. Oh, shit. Ones. Yeah, nice. Uh, I bought them for myself. Oh, damn. Most expensive pair of... of Article of clothing that you're I, only uh, gonna wear
1: like three times. Yeah, max. I'm not. I'm
0: not risking it. I'm you're, not gonna wear, risking you're gonna it. wear them to Vinny's wedding.
1: You're yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, you're
0: gonna wear them to flex on your brother at like one of his like events. That's it. My brother hasn't been home uh, since I came back, so he he doesn't know. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped <laughs> about it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, this I'm more excited to. Get going to residency. I'm gonna be at Cohen Children's Hospital. At that's LRJ. right. You're gonna be working with my brother. Yeah, which I, is gonna be. It's pretty sweet.
1: It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Cause I think he saw you once
0: at the hospital. Probably when I was like either interviewing yeah. or externing. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Why is Matt at my hospital?" <laughs> it's like you guys gonna be working together. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, we're, I'm gonna be starting in July. So I have about a month to, you know, um, set my affairs in order. You know, say goodbye to everyone they love.
1: And, uh, <laughs> it was just fun. put everyone's expectation levels out of, like, a good, like, I'm around, but, Exactly, because
0: I'm, I'm back on the island now, right. which, you know, is exciting in its own way, but I'm worried that I actually will be
1: around. In <laughs> Some, its own way. As
0: someone who lives on the island the whole time. <laughs> Honestly, the most exciting part is not paying rent. Right. <laughs> and, there you go. <laughs> and I'm going to lease my first car, so okay. I'm actually going to have a car. Hey, That's nice. going to be nuts. That's going to be nice. Yeah, dude, I, I'm just going to. This Bluetooth, on, it's just, oh, I'm so excited. Uh, welcome, but anyway. Welcome to the
1: gang, the Bluetooth car the gang.
0: Bluetooth gang, yeah. <laughs> um, the Columbia Bluetooth gang. But uh, no, we are actually not here to talk about me. Um, we are here, of course, this is Movie Mayhem podcast to talk about a movie. Yes. And in fact, today...
1: From we're... an unpo- unproblematic director who happened to win our director's tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, oh, there's he, definitely... He really didn't help himself out this week. No.
0: This <laughs> was so not... Yeah. So it's not
1: the best week for him. Nah.
0: But I figure I have two accomplishments this, uh, not accomplishments, but right. two milestones for me. My birthday is always a big moment for right. me. Uh, I love my birthday and graduation, so we should do the old double feature. That's right, two movies, two movies. Last to the time price we did alone. this was the Fire Festival uh, yeah. documentaries, which I, I actually think that we did a good job on that. So uh, check that out, everyone. That's right. But um, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, baby, we, we out here. But uh, we are doing Kill Bill. Volume One and
1: Volume Two. That's right. Um, they're both on Netflix. Yeah, so um, easy watch. I, I was expecting to see the like the the Kill Blue, Was it the Kill Bill One and a Half, where it's like both of them combined? Oh yeah, like was the it, whole the, bloody affair. The whole bloody affair. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I know there's like like an extra like ten minutes. Really? But, yeah, like, but I I started watching this movie at one o'clock in the morning. So I don't like, know how you did that. Uh, it was tough.
0: Yeah. It was tough. Because the second one slows to a, so it's like a screeching halt.
1: It does. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the first one is just all, it's just all go. It's yeah. all, you know, from moment one to the fucking, like, after she smacks that crazy 88 on the butt. Yeah. Like, it, it's all go. And then this one, it's, it's a hard pause.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and just... Oof. Like, they really stopped to uh, go into the backstory, go mm-hmm. more into the bride and Bill's relationship, yep. go into, you know, Ella Driver. Like, they... And it is... I think uh, they said that 140-something people die in the first one, and three die in the second one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, it was... It's oh, just Bud. It just it's just Bud, Elle, uh, and... Not even else She doesn't die. She doesn't die. It's just
0: Bud, Bill, and... Um uh there's one other person in the beginning before bud I'm
1: trying to think yeah i'm trying, I'm trying to think, think who was in the
0: who was the other person to die oh oh, oh. Pan padme. Pa- pa- padme
1: oh yeah the the instructor Sorry. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. padme he's the, only, Paime, he's the yeah. other one um a lot of people in this movie actually playing double roles
0: yeah between which, volumes one and two
1: yeah i thought that's pretty cool no yeah i liked it also it's probably just a lot of like I don't want to get a new guy. Right. <laughs> like he knows what the deal is. It's,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, actually, I know um, the the pimp that she talks to in part one, I know that he's the, the cop. It, I mean, that he talks to in part, part two, was... he's the cop in part one. Yep. And that was a he was originally supposed to be uh, somebody else, but the guy couldn't make the table reading. Yeah. And then the cop ended up talking and, and reading the lines. He did such a good job. He's like, you know what, we'll just use you.
1: Yeah, that's Michael Parks. He's uh, a character actor that's gone virtually unnoticed for a while mm. uh but he uh yeah, what else has he been well i've known he was in um he was in red state and also tusk from oh he oh, was in tusk yeah he was the uh, bad guy in tusk oh shit so he's got a lot he's a out because when i saw him i was like wait man this guy looks familiar And i was like oh okay because it's been a while since i've seen these movies sure because it came out in 2004 well the first one came out yeah 2004 right that's second one 2004 I so this one came 2003 2003 2004 yeah. and i saw them in theaters oh did you i saw yeah that's um, pretty cool it was my i think it was the uh summer of after i graduated high school and then the next year cool and it was like because i saw them at the uh, sunrise multi Murderplex. oh yeah which no. i didn't misspeak it uh Gun yeah Gunrise. Uh, <laughs> uh there's a there was a movie theater in our town that was known for like where violence happened yeah yeah people were shot there people um, shot more than one occasion (laughs) it was it was was known that you because everyone was like oh they have metal detectors there so you're known to have be safe inside right and on your own outside yeah exactly once
0: you make it you're safe but sort of like the Continentals. yeah once you touch down you're okay
1: and i missed that place actually i actually liked going there sunrise sunrise yeah what'd you prefer sunrise or green acres sunrise yeah
0: yeah
1: Ah. i wasn't a big fan of the fishbowl as really it was known in the fishbowl. um. But now we
0: don't go to either. Is Greenacre still a thing? No, they're, they're both one, done.
1: One's an Olive Garden, the other one's a complete shopping center. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Well, you know, AMC has a lot of. They 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 complain a lot, but I think they're doing fine. Yeah, they do. Well. I think movies nowadays are doing fine. So yeah. Um, but yeah, talk about your Kill
1: Bill, uh, theater experience. Um, I remember the first one being like. Everyone was super hyped because they didn't know what to expect. Right. Because this was Quentin Tarantino's third and fourth film. Well, fourth film, right? It uh, was Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, Reservoir Pol Dogs, Fiction, Pulp Fiction, Jack Jack, Brown? Jackie Brown. Yeah, so four. So at Jackie Brown, Jackie Brown wasn't like well received. No, it So at, at this one, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know what he's going to bring. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and the first one with the action shit. Yeah. Everyone yeah. just went nuts. Yeah. And then at the second time, everyone left the theater like, "Why? Why was it like this? Where was all the action?" Right, right. Because no one knew how to like temper their expectations. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I could only imagine a year of hype between them would
1: would do that. Yeah, you kind of build up this like expectation, like, "Oh, if they, if she killed this many people in the first one, how many people she's gonna kill in the next one?" Because we're all like the level of like escalation, Mm -hmm. like we're like thinking of like Rambo and Terminator and everything like that, and. And she kills, like, two people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she, she... she pokes one person's eye out. Yeah, 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 She That's doesn't even cool. kill the most people in the movie. No. No.
0: But I think... uh I mean, I think that was definitely a conscious decision. Yeah. And, and it was definitely a decision made... That's the thing about Tarantino. He is such a movie fan. Mm-hmm. He makes things that he likes yeah. and based off the of things that he grew up with. And so sometimes there's a bit of a... Uh, like, he's not... I mean, and it's... it's I think it's sometimes a weakness but it's more often his biggest strength is that he doesn't really care like oh the, the studio wants you to do this or like oh people test study like like you know screen tests have shown that people prefer this or mm-hmm. like you know like what do you get like people saw you kill all these people they're like they're gonna expect this right he d- there's definitely like not I don't think there, that consideration is there for these two movies no I think he made he's like oh this is a chance for me to really dig into these characters and he took that chance yeah you know and which you know he
1: also worked with the studio uh, at the time was very filmmaker friendly mm-hmm. in Miramax which is now no longer in existence mm. because of well theater friendly versus you know theater, no, no I mean, it, director friendly versus uh well I mean the friendly. the guy who ran Miramax is Harvey Weinstein oh so eh. oh. and then uh, and then they split and then yeah he made the Weinstein company but yeah it's Yikes. all yeah not no longer there Wow. Yeah. Well, um, before he left,
0: yeah. <laughs> Tarantino was able to make the most out of it. And, no, yeah. Because overall, I, I really like these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's there's a lot of great performances, you know, especially for Mooma Thurman. She yeah. Car- obviously, she carries it. She does
1: a really great job. She does a really great job.
0: And I really, what I love the most about this movie is that it's such a, uh, like a homogenous blend mm-hmm. of different genres that, you know, clearly influenced, um, Tarantino growing up. Right. But, like, we also know just from, like, our parents watching, like, movies and stuff. Right. Like, that's... This is the kind of shit that my, that my parents like yeah. watching all put together.
1: Well, yeah. This is, a, 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 like, a homage to the kung fu movies. Yeah. Like, kung fu, kung, samurai yeah. kind of movies. So, it's, like, a... Like a I don't know. Like, even the TV show Kung Fu. You know, like, like, a little
0: bit of anime. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: That When that section came in in uh, volume one, you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah, cool. I did not expect But that. a lot of it was, like, definitely because of ratings. Because mm. you could show bloody anime yes. like. and then you could and then when they go to the crazy 88 fight they go black, yeah, they go and, black white. and white and white it's so it's like oh alright so you don't see it's blood right yeah. and then
0: the second movie was definitely more of a western yeah and took a lot of like you know good the bad the ugly the man who walks alone, like yeah. like that, a lot of Clint Eastwood uh, influences mm-hmm. going in,
1: it's going into the second one. Fistful of dollars, yeah. yeah, yeah, like like shitful of like
0: not only the cinematography, <laughs> but even like key like plot points. Oh know, yeah,
1: are taken out of them, and especially like some camera angles used. Like that's oh, a lot of yeah. Sergio Leone like kind of like looks where it's like yeah. the close up on the eyes, uh, the wide shots.
0: Yeah, one uh, thing I really liked in um, Volume One is the whole like slide like the, in Japan you slide the door open. Right. And, like, the character, like, jumps out of the door frame and then it zooms out, and, right. <laughs> and, like, dramatically. Like, I love that in old kung fu movies. And right. they, like, used the hell out of it. Yeah. It was really great. Like, when all the crazy 88s are coming in and it would, like, show them, like, slide the door open, jump out, zoom out. And then it cut to, like, her eyes. And then she'd look over there and they're doing the same thing over there. And I thought that was, like, that, that was... I don't know why that was so memorable to me, but I loved that.
1: Because also, in that one... We, we, you're bringing up with the crazy, alright, so guys, this movie is obviously almost 20 oh, years yeah. old. Oh yeah, dude. So we're, we're gonna be, everything. we're gonna be bouncing. Yeah. Um, with the crazy 88 fight, what I liked, especially when, well first off, the first, I, I noticed it this time because now I'm watching it with a critical eye.
0: Yeah.
1: When they, the first group comes out and they all like kind of jump out the door and everything. Yeah. And then one just closes the and door. And opens the other <laughs> and opens the other I was like, <laughs> I was like that's, like, I never realized I was like, but that's like really funny. Yeah. <laughs> And then when the when the whole gang came in, it was from all four corners. Yeah, and it, it showed like all right, bottom right, right, and then top she looks left, to bottom right. and you yeah. know, and like every every corner is filled with uh, crazy eighty eight, and then yeah. Johnny Moe comes in the middle, right. Who Johnny Mo also played uh Pat Patman, Pat, 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 Pat yep. yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I really enjoyed it. It's not my favorite Quentin Tarantino no. movie, but it's definitely like a solid movie, like. Yeah. I gotta stop saying like a like, <laughs> but it's it's really it's really it's a tough movie. It slaps. Yeah, 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 It, fucking yeah, goes. it, it knocks pretty hard.
0: Yeah. Um, I I love the the it, it, the climax is great. Mm-hmm. You know everything that happens in, in Tokyo. Right. You know I really like the the Hatori Hanzo like scene. You know where she's like she's playing it. They're like kind of playing this uh this like, game, and then when she says the name, it's mm-hmm. like boom. Um, so a fun fact, actually, her stunt woman actually sliced that baseball in half.
1: Really? Yeah. What he threw it was, his... Isn't her? Oh, isn't the one that always works with uh, Zoe Bell? I think. Yeah. It is yeah. Zoe oh man. Yeah, Zoe Bell actually sliced
0: that baseball in half with the sword. Yeah. Which is pretty she... sick.
1: Uh, ah. Yeah, Zoe Bell is one of the best stunt women in, in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Actually, though, even the movie starts off strong? That fight with Vivica a. Fox. I know. I thought was really cool. Did, did you like how it was set out of order? even cuz I know that they mentioned it at the end where it's like the the path of revenge is not a straight line. Mm. So it kind of like will bounce back and forth. Yeah, but like the fact that the you knew the Fox fight, which happened after after the ORN. Yeah, the ORN. But like I, for a while it felt I, I felt the weight was kind of cut out from underneath it cuz oh, I know it, she was going to make it. Yeah. Like sure. You know, how awesome would it have been if you didn't know that that crazy 88 fight was going to lead to Another chapter in this story.
0: Well, that's the thing. I, I think when I the first time I watched these, I knew there was a volume one, volume two. Okay. So I knew that she made it from the jump. Right. You know. Oh yeah, because you when you saw it, was already out. Yeah. yeah. They were both they were both out because yeah. I was. I don't even I couldn't see R rated movies oh, yeah. <laughs> in 2003, um, <laughs> which is nuts. I was only like eleven, twelve when right. those movies came out. Um, but yeah, so I I didn't see them until they were you know at home. So I, I knew that there were two of them. So I knew she survived the first one. Right. So yeah. So that in itself kind of cuts the weight out a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, I think it, it was. It, it never felt like she was in danger, but I feel like one thing in these kung fu movies, um, and you can and you'll see it in like a Bruce Lee or, or a Jet Lee movie too, is that um, when all these people are coming at them, you never feel like they're in danger. No. Like when like take John Wick like yeah. last like last week we just did John Wick, and John Wick three. Or even in all the John Wick movies, when you have, it's almost like the more people go against them, the safer it
1: feels. Yeah, you know, because the kinda better the like, chances yeah, are.
0: Yeah, it feels like they're just there to demonstrate the protagonist's skills. Yeah, right. So that Crazy Eighty Eight fight, it was. It never felt like she was in danger, and more felt that you know, like she. I felt like she was more in danger with fighting Gogo, okay. that she yeah. was fighting all the henchmen. Yeah. You know, because it's just like oh they want to show their cinematography they want to show their choreography they want to show their special effects and that's great Yeah, I, I love that yeah. yeah you're right I didn't feel like she was in danger until Ishii and even then we knew she survived
1: yeah, yeah. I mean I, yeah you're right because when they have everybody come out it's like it's basically alright this is the most expensive shots of the movie let's get it going right like we're going to do like every wire work we're going to do every you know cool stunt we're going to have you know, stunt legs are going to have stunt arms and just, like, hit, move, bang, Squid big, big. City. Yeah, Squib yeah. City, yeah. 450
0: <laughs> gallons of, squ- of uh, <laughs> yeah. fake blood. Uh, what did you think about, like, the wire work? Because that's a staple of, like, older kung fu movies, but now that's... I feel, if the movie were to do that now, it would be pretty dated.
1: I feel... Yeah. I feel that if you weren't aware of what Quentin Tarantino was trying to do, mm-hmm. and you watched it, you'd probably think like ah oh, this is what, what, it's what, corny what as hell. It's like what the fuck are you doing like, yeah, yeah. like i see yeah, the like, yeah it's like the the emperor in, in uh, revenge of the sith has a weirder fucking wire yeah. work than yeah, this yeah yeah but i with knowing what quentin tarantino wanted to do and buying into that universe of this is a kung fu movie mm-hmm. this is supposed to be as uh, grandiose and ridiculous yeah. as a kung fu movie where you could see them spinning up a, a stairwell or them running up walls. Yeah, or, or like, even the shots
0: of, like, uh, like, say, like, when uh, L driver opens up the door, mm-hmm. and then it kind of, like, shows a shot of, like, her feet before a drop kick, Or, like, you know what, when they, um... Well, when that's... Gogo, like, throws her... I know, that's because of his foot. Yeah, fence. yeah. <laughs> well, when Gogo throws the mace, and then it kind of, like, shows a shot of the mace, like, traveling. Mm. But it's... Done in a way where, like, the mace looks like it's just kind of, like, floating and, like, bobbing along. St- yeah, on a yeah. string. On a string, yeah. right. Like, that is obviously not as impactful as, you know, something that that Tarantino could have easily done in 2004 to make that look better.
1: Yeah, you, you got to think we've already had, like, two Toy Stories by that point. You yeah. could have CGI'd something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you could tell that he, know, although we know he hates to do CGI. Yeah. But, you know, a, a, like you said, if you know what he's doing, then you know that it's more of a tribute to that older special effect yeah back when you
1: know like if he made like a a space invader movie Mm -hmm. in the style of like the 50s pulp you he would definitely have like paper plates attached to a string and just kind of bounce them up and down right and you'd you'd have to like look at mars attacks like that's the one it like you kind of like it's an homage to the 50s uh uh, alien movies Mm -hmm. but This, with this being an homage to Kung Fu, you have to ingest it as well as anything. And I think they give you the Vivica A. Fox fight to be like, here's what you want. Right. This is what we're going to, like, this is what you're going to end up with. Yes. Yes. And,
0: you know, I think even in the fights, even in the most ridiculous fight, Mm -hmm. uh, ridiculous as far as, like, the, what special effects they are using, there still was some tight choreo. Yeah. You know, there still was some really good fighting.
1: It just yeah. mixed
0: along with and sometimes like the y work actually look pretty good no you know, yeah, once yeah. you once you buy into the universe like you're saying yeah. that you know people jump this high here and and people have this kind of balance and objects move this way
1: it's also certain people that do it so mm-hmm. you could see you could definitely see the bride or or Beatrix kiddo whatever whatever you want to say mm-hmm. Uma Thurman you can mm-hmm. see her doing it you could see uh Ellie driver doing it. you could see Orenishi Ishii doing it can't see bud jumping up no the right wall. and you don't and you don't <laughs> exactly. thankfully. thankfully yeah you see bud in the what makes more sense a western style yes. of the movie, yeah
0: i was worried actually um if they were gonna because they mentioned that bud had a hanzo sword so i was like one and wondering like what are they gonna end up doing with that but nothing which is cool um he just straight up shoots her no yeah which how the hell does she survive that
1: because she's tough
0: i guess i guess yeah
1: um, she she survived a bullet in the brain. She could survive some rock salt in the chest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just rock salt. Um, <laughs> I did when I was watching it. Um, and I know uh, a lot of what Quentin Tarantino does is like on purpose. He'll break down a scene. And it's like this is what the character will do. But when she was buried alive, mm-hmm. um, she could use a flashlight to break the wood. Right, like the back of the flashlight, like like just it with to that. at least soften it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying,
0: I'm wondering, I'm wondering if she would have actually been able to execute like the same amount of force that way.
1: Yeah, She just murdered uh, the whole bunch of crazy 88s. No, I so mean she's got quick hands. Yeah, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. True, true. <laughs> but the training montage was sweet. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um like I I, I just like how he like does always like toss his beard and right. I like oh. approval or like like scowling. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like you like I like it's I don't know many characters that can actually convey emotion through their beard.
1: I think to the left he was upset to the right, to the right he, was, he was, happy. was okay with it. Yeah. yeah, he was he was approving. Yeah.
0: Um I liked the uh they did it a couple times. They did it once in the crazy 88 fight. And once in the training montage, that old, um, like, the background is lit a certain color, like, blue or red. Yeah. And then it's their silhouettes doing everything. Yeah. I really like that. It's not done enough. Um, and, like, they had, a, they had a a strong amount of it that... You know why it's not lot.
1: done enough anymore? Because there's not a lot of blood anymore in, in fight scenes. Yeah. Like, you could look at certain fight scenes and... Like yeah, John Wick, you'll see like little bits of CGI blood, but this but is like yeah. they're cutting.
0: Oh, this was an unreal amount of blood. Like yeah. when when she cut that Sophie's arm off,
1: and it's yeah,
0: yeah, and it's just like all right, she must she's got to be a raisin at this point. <laughs> exactly. She lost that much blood.
1: I just need a banana. Yeah, like, <laughs> like some orange juice. Of potassium. <laughs> just give me a cookie. I'm i just good. Need... It's a flesh wound. It's a flesh wound. I just. Uh, anybody got a, a paper towel I could use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It. And that's and I think that's also that's a staple of kung fu, which is this ridiculous amount of blood, like because it was they just used it. Yeah, like it was it was like orange drip, but when they used it, but like it, it was, it's supposed to convey that the weapons they use are so powerful, right? And, like it's so it, sharp, so sharp. Like, yeah, it, the,
0: the one quickle is like all your arteries <laughs> severed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funnier if. Like especially if, if it was a lower 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 budget movie and mm-hmm. they want to be like oh these weapons are so sharp when they cut you you don't even bleed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. die like the artery like it goes right through the it artery it just it just it just quarterizes yeah yeah, yeah. Right away. just to go so like bad, a lightsaber goes, <laughs> oh <laughs> i think
0: actually that's a cool way that they um got out of like blood in well. the um in the Star Wars movies, is like having a lightsaber cauterize all yeah. the wounds immediately.
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's made of pure energy. Yeah, it's Except be... when Obi-Wan cuts
0: that thing's arm off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the only time. <laughs> well, they didn't know what they were doing in Star Wars. Yeah. Each movie, you could tell, like, they were just like, oh, let's make it up. The rules are changing. Yeah, rules are changing. Yeah, it's fluid. It's poetry. George Lucas is going through some shit. So yeah. Like... <laughs> um,
0: what did you think? Oh, speaking of Tarantino's foot fetish, mm-hmm. there is that scene in, in one, the whole wiggle your big toe scene. Yeah. Is it uncomfortable at this point, now that we know how how much he's into feet? No. Like
1: dis- no. I think it's funnier now. Mm-hmm. I think it's it would be more, I think when she steps on the eyeball, that's yeah. a little bit more uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like, that's a fetish. Yeah. That's... Like, stepping on something and squishing it. Ugh, like, between the toes. Between Ugh. the toes. Like, that's a lot of, that's a lot, a lot of stuff.
0: It's a, I feel like that's a niche demographic you're yeah. right? like, You're really, you're good for. the, the Venn diagram
1: on that of, like, Likes seeing eyeballs crushed, mm-hmm. likes
0: feet, really? right in the middle. <laughs> it's like three it's just people.
1: Quentin Tarantino's giant head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think with the wiggle of the big toe is fine. I think a better shot of the feet is when she's walking along the, the glass floor mm-hmm. and it says, fuck you on the oh, shoes. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, the L driver dropkick was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um... Speaking of L driver, what do you think about her freak out when she pulled her eye out? It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. It's pretty. Re- it's really good. Yeah. I kept on thinking to myself, like,
0: "There's a snake in there." Yeah. Stop fucking around. It looked like
1: the snake was afraid of her. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what they want. I. I yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually really liked when, she, when it turns out that Bud kept the sword, and then she like whips out. They don't even end up fighting with it. No. When it was this cool. um... What did,
1: they couldn't mean? they couldn't fight in that amount of space oh, yeah that
0: was one of my favorite parts of the uh, of that scene yeah was how she kept trying to use the sword but couldn't just couldn't, couldn't fit like, it because yeah. she didn't
1: because she didn't complete her training right so she never le- learned how to figure out if somebody's to fight with somebody who's three inches in front of you yes so she kept on like trying to open up the sword and bang it against the wall whereas the, the bride's all about those tight spaces yeah, she's all about working close close yeah. quarters Q- CQC yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> the bride. <laughs> Uh,
0: so, so, you know, you mentioned before that the only time you felt, uh, that you didn't really feel like the bride was in danger in part one, because we knew that she survived. Right. The only part for me that, where I actually thought she was in danger was the final showdown with Bill.
1: Yeah. You know, when they're well, having Well, that's that because everything is done and you're like, all right, this is that, that showdown.
0: Right. Like, you know, yeah. Like, you know, this is the end of the movie. You know, this is the end of her path. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it, so that means it could go either way.
1: Yeah. And it, he does it a couple times where he just whips out a gun and shoots, you know, and it's like, it could happen that fast. Yeah. You know? You, you can't predict Bill. Right. Like, he, he doesn't work the same way as everyone else does. Right. Right. You know? They're all, like, kind of cartoony villains, and he's not really. Yeah. yeah. he's Yeah. Uh, he's an interesting character. Like, I liked Bill. How charismatic David uh, Carradine was in this movie. Yeah, without
0: being over the top.
1: Yeah, and he did this right before he died, too. Mm. Um, And he died in a weird way. How did he die? A lot of erotic asphyxiation. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Accidentally? Uh, Well, I don't think you do it on purpose. I don't
0: know. Maybe People want to go out with a bang. Uh,
1: It's one way. I did not know that. Yeah, accidental asphyxiation. Wow. Yep he did i think he died like the he died in 2009 okay
0: if people are dying for this it's gotta be good
1: i mean it's interesting
0: i guess i I mean mean, i don't know i feel like it's worth a shot now (laughs) because people are going to give their lives for this (laughs) (laughs) that must it must hit different (laughs)
1: i'm sorry is he still working is he dead yeah. His latest acting credit is 2017. Huh. In he's one movie. It's called The American Connection. Oh, God. No, it's a... Ooh. What? What the fuck? is this guy, this guy is like... He has like... He's consistently working. He's like Tupac.
0: Yeah. He's like acting Tupac.
1: Like, he's had like... Since 2009, he's... One, two, three, four, five, six... He was like... Dino Croc for Super Gator. So, what is it Like old footage that they're using? Up I here think or? so. He probably did a, you know, he probably did a whole bunch of shit, and they're just like probably like splice it in. Yeah, like we have it. Yeah, yeah. let's just let's use it. Like it'd be really cool to see David Carradine again. It's like, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Um, no, he was a great Bill. Yeah. Uh, at first, when I, in the first movie, I saw Bud, and I thought that that was Bill, and then the second one opens, and I see Bill at the at the church mm-hmm. and i was like at the first i thought it was an actor change because you never see bill in the first one right and you only see his hands yeah yeah and so bud kind of looked the same way so i thought those were bud's hands
1: mm-hmm. um
0: then i saw bud after and i was like oh that's that's yeah yeah so I, I don't know maybe i'm an idiot but i got confused by that no
1: and also i don't think michael madsen could pull off uh world-class assassin wrangler no no yeah i think he uh brother
0: uh Drunk brother of world class assassin yeah. wrangler. He it's, pulls off well.
1: It's basically David Carradine's a a multi tool while Bud is a hammer. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you could tell they have styles, and each like of the ladies that are the the, the Viper Assassination Club are proficient in certain certain weapons mm-hmm. and certain like actions. While Bud is never said like, oh, what are you good in? Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, he's good at shooting.
0: I assume he's good with the sword, because Hanzo made him one. I think
1: Bill had it made, mm. and that's why yeah, I, cause I don't Yeah, because it think said it... that in the introduction.
0: Yeah. That's true. Uh, maybe why
1: he didn't appreciate its value. Yeah. Although, I guess he did, because he kept it. No, I think he did. I think he just wanted to have an air of... Of Adam Givadam. Of aloofness. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't, like, the big picture doesn't strike me, but yet yeah, he could see the whole, the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you get those characters a lot in Westerns where it's like the town drunk or the town fool. It's like, oh, you can't, you gotta pass them off as just a nobody. But they're actually the smartest ones there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Um,
0: that's pretty cool. So, who was your favorite of the Deadly Viper Assassin gang? Uh, uh, Oren. It was obviously Oren, right? Yeah, she's the best. It could only be Oren. She's yeah. the only one they give actual time to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like, dude, when she, yeah, it, that was interesting too that, that she's the only one that, Really got a backstory and stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, I would have loved to have heard the uh, backstory to Copperhead. Copperhead. Yeah, me too. Uh, I would have loved even uh, more than the three seconds of L Driver we got. Yeah. But I think with Oren, it's such a it's such a big uh, part of the movie that she's the best. That's why she's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I really like that the boardroom
0: scene. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, and what I liked is that. Um, see, that kind of brings me into like a bigger concept that, that that scene had me thinking, is that part of me watching this? I was like, oh, so you know, this girl from Lord knows where in America mm-hmm. was able to master the art of the samurai and kung fu, and then go to the place where the samurai originated and beat all of these samurai, including the head yakuza boss, yeah. who's also. A world-renowned samurai. <laughs> it sort of felt like whitewashing.
1: Yeah, you know it was. It
0: sort of felt well, like. Well, Quentin
1: Tarantino is really known for his race relations. You know? I know. That, I I think it. Yeah, you're right. It is. Whitewashing. If,
0: but at the same time, I know that Tarantino has a large respect for the genre and respect for the, um, for for I guess all the culture that goes behind it. I know he's lived in Japan. I know he is very cognizant and that's why when he cast lucy lu he made sure to add into the story that the character is now chinese american japanese right because lucy lu is not japanese and I, I think more than whitewashing i think japanese problem would re- japanese people would really have a problem with the chinese person playing yeah yeah, yakuza boss so
1: um wouldn't well, uh oh why do i keep the, the master of uh, Pimei? yeah he's like i hate the japanese i'm chinese right you know, you know i despise them like, right they like he you know yeah you so, could t- like you could tell there's racial tension and and i think yeah that's that that boardroom scene definitely kind of plays into it
0: yeah so for me that's almost that's a, i feel like that's the tarantino version mm. of being respectful towards like the at least the tension between japan and china and like that disgusting history that the two nations have
1: it's the yeah i think you're right it, it's definitely like uh respect to the idea of their racism yeah and a, a bit I'm, of an acknowledgement uh, that yeah. like yes this
0: is a chinese woman it's also like how Japanese
1: person like um if it was a mob movie it'd be like good in goodfellas mm-hmm. if uh robert de niro's character was a made man Mm-hmm. everybody would have a problem with that because he's half irish yeah exactly and because it's you're not like from the old country you're not from the like right you're 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 half you're half breed or half you're a mix you're you're not a hundred percent yeah and, that, and that's you're the half problem.
0: insert irish slur yeah yeah
1: so with characters like uh robert de niro in goodfellas I mean, they try to work a lot harder and even in in this one you could see it's a point of it's a very sensitive point for her, yeah. so she'll run real quick down the yeah, table. She'll
0: scurry across the table, <laughs> and then slice <laughs> his head clean off. Yo, and, and her like little like speech after was great too. Yeah, you yeah. if any of you sons of bitches have something to say,
1: <laughs> now's the, the fucking, fucking time. time. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lucy Lou, you're so cute. <laughs> you're so small. I know, but this is definitely like my favorite role of hers. You know, by far. A hundred percent, because I don't think she's good in anything else besides right. this. yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah by far. Uh, I really liked, you know, her fight where she got, you know, scalped. I liked that she said, like, oh, you know, hopefully you, uh... <laughs> I think she was, like, your weapon is impressive. Right. Your, your instrument is impressive. Yeah. Uh, um, and then it was like, who ate it? It's the Katori Hans, which was, you lie! <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gets cut in the head, it's like, oh, I guess yeah, it, is. <laughs> it, is, it is. You know, what's funny is that between, from the music starting to her getting scalped, is 4 minutes and 59 seconds. Right. And she, and the whole thing she says like, "Oh, I hope you, you know, use use your energy wisely because if not, you won't last 5 minutes against me." Man, yeah.
1: oh, oh. oh, got, oh her. Ooh, got her. Got him. Um, what did you think of the music in this movie? I thought it was great. Yeah.
0: I love 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 from the bottom of the the sound effect every time she sees someone on her list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> I could have just added that in pose, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. We, yeah, maybe we should but, maybe, um... maybe.
1: But I feel like this is a little bit more.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like the siren of the, the Yeah,
1: like RZA from the Wu Tang yeah. Clan worked on a lot of the music on this.
0: You know, the Wu Tang obviously huge like Kung Fu Shaolin enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. The RZA being like I think one of the most, and so him and 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 QT. Just ended up having a huge conversation about kung fu. Yeah.
1: And um, Tarantino, he he helped him uh, become get into film a little bit more. Helped yeah. the Rizzo get into film because they yeah. did the the Man with Aaron Fist Iron Fist and right. and Tarantino I think produced it. So Tarantino kind of he collected. I know he used to collect filmmakers to work with, mm-hmm. like Rodriguez and yeah. you know all them. And then it kind of just got quiet. <laughs>
0: yeah. Also, Robert Rodriguez's uh, band did did a couple songs in in the uh, yeah. in the movie as well. But no, I think The RZA did a fantastic job. You can tell that he's somebody that knew exactly what Tarantino was going for, right. and that's why Tarantino had him do it. Um, then he's also obviously he's The Rizzi. He's got the talent yeah. to back it up. Um, so I thought his samples are really cool. I thought like a lot of the, the editing to bring the, those like stuff in was really good.
1: Um, I like the use of like. Uh... This like Spanish guitar yeah. in scenes that you would not expect it. Like in the, uh, they use the uh, George Esmeraldas, please don't let me be understood. Yeah, in a, in a Japanese fight scene. Yes, and you're like, ah, okay. And then the, um, they use the Nobody Else Like Me, oh, wait, wait, like the no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah like yeah, oh, yeah. you know, like okay, but they didn't use a lot of it. Right. I I kind of felt that was, yeah. But the soundtrack was is it fucking bangs. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. still hits today.
0: I love the uh like when. The uh, crazy wait, Lucy Lou's walking with her crew into that place and was like, it's that I don't even know the name of the song. It's like that, like oh yeah, like that was awesome. That's something that's
1: emulated. Wee, de, 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 de. Yeah, yeah, that was after a while that People was copy that so much because there's all it's it goes with the that was perfectly edited into the with the camera work, whereas they're far away. Then they each time like um I guess the drum hit yeah it move them closer and closer right. And right. You're like, okay like that's that's really great camera yeah. work and like it's really s- well smart shot. editing yeah exactly
0: yeah 100 um so you know we talk about one mostly because that's where all the action is right um but you know and i think you know for that reason just off of pacing alone most people like one more yeah right but what do you think two has over one
1: well, two definitely has story depth. It mm-hmm. definitely has like more fleshed out characters, more reasons why uh, things are happening. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I could like if it was just a, a volume one, I would not call the bride a, fle- a fleshy woman. No, if because of volume two, I could kind of give her that tag. Yeah, and. Because that's that's how women characters should be. When I give them a tag, I could label them <laughs> as something. <laughs> but no, like, you you know what I mean. It's like her character becomes more than just a not a badass un... on, revenge exactly. on revenge. Exactly. Like True. she like re- her revenge is now uh, vindicated and and justified.
0: Yeah, I think I think if um if there was just one you wouldn't have had the whole motherly aspect and with B.B. and right. everything. You wouldn't have had any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I think definitely adds a lot more to the character. Yeah. Um, and it adds it actually adds a lot more to Bill as
1: well. It does. It yeah. kind of adds to his evilness yeah. that he would, you know, raise this kid. Right. And... But
0: also, it, it, I think it humanizes him a little bit because he does mention yeah. that he regrets um, trying to kill her. Right. You know? And, you yeah, I don't, know, I don't think he changed really. Um, but it does kind of like be like, all right, his, he, he, his, like, I think his love for the bride was real.
1: Yeah. You know? No, it was, it was definitely like poison relationships. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. Like it was, it was like bad stuff. Like it was bad, bad stuff. stuff. Like yeah. Bill was a manipulator and I kind of got the idea that he was still trying to manipulate the bride after mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. And the truth serum, I, th- uh, I thought, was like really, really cool. Like just revelation of character. Right. You know, I like you know, like I never thought that this life would have worked anyway. Right. I just didn't want you to have her. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um,
1: but I would have had her, and you wouldn't. Uh, yeah. Like, and what was it like when she said, "I know that you could do this, but I didn't expect you to do this to me." Mm-hmm. Like that was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I felt I feel that got to Bill a little bit more than anything else. Yeah. And because he, he's after that, he's like, Yo, you know, I loved you. Like, I loved you so much." And you and you kind of realize at that moment, if you were one of these bros, who are like, oh, I'm in it for a, an action movie." You're just you're watching a breakup movie. Yeah, like that's basically it. Yeah, you're watching like the most violent breakup movie. Uh, yeah.
0: So for every breakup that I've had, mm-hmm. there's
1: always this like absolute. Sorry. A time you shoot your girlfriend. With no, a but there's, there's
0: always this talk after the fact. Right. You know, like we know we're broken up, but we still. Meet up to like
1: hash things out. Like, where did it go wrong?
0: Yeah, like you know, where are we gonna go from here? Like, what, like, what really like happened? Mm. And just um, get everything out. Right. Just to get everything out, so we can at least close the chapter with, uh, you know, without feeling that there's still that there's still like water left in the in the bottle. Right. You know. And um, this was like an just a very violent version of that because you, it it takes a lot, but in that conversation more than any conversation in the relationship you have to be like honest yeah not only to the with the person but with yourself yeah. you know because it, it when things go down and you're you're doing it under this like false pretense in your head or like you come up with a reason like it doesn't it's very apparent to the other person that that's what that that's not true right like you have to say that you yeah, have to tell the truth In the i feel i don't know why there's some sort of clarity that comes with the breakup where, like, and I thought the truth serum was, like, a pretty interesting, like, phys- like physical representation yeah, cause of that. Yeah, you, because
1: you know the character can't lie at that point. Yeah. So you know they can't manipulate or they can't just, like, throw up a smoke screen like, that could distract that person. Yeah. So you, you give them this super truth serum. Right. So everyone which knows, like, you, with those... It's just, like, you know, yeah. a stupid, lazy plot it's, device. Yeah, it's like, all right, she ran up a wall, super... Uh, truth serum i could take you know whatever right like if you're still in on it you're, you're like all right whatever fine, i guess fine. I, I guess yeah. so it's worth it for the character
0: yeah the but yeah and and you know it feels like she has to kind of confront her own like herself and things that she wasn't willing to accept about herself Exactly. yeah and that's what that talk is about and you could see and her kind of, can up. that's what that talk is about
1: and what i what i you really got to give uma thurman credit for especially in that scene is like the fact that she's ho- trying to hold her emotions to kind of keep a a high ground on him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the fact that she's breaking down yeah. as she's talking yeah and ends basically crying and then th- to follow that up when they go outside on the patio mm-hmm. she's like completely like relieved right she like looks completely like she has no like weight on her Chill. Herself. yeah like she's like that's the the moment of euphoria that bill was talking about yeah. it's like like it's it's here it hit like right. I'm, I'm clean like i'm i'm good now she's i just off her chest it's off her chest now i just gotta blow that hard yeah dude that was
0: awesome how he like how he hits her but she uses the hilt of the sword to like balance back up and then uh, then like he has spun uh, around yeah Yeah. he like goes to the stab she puts it back in the sheath. yeah and then hits him with a pop 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 do (laughs) do do I thought that heart explosion would
1: have been like super like (laughs) I thought it would have been an actual like heart explosion I think and I think everybody thought that too yeah everyone because everyone probably thought to the idea of alright it's Tarantino we just got all that shit in the last movie. Right. So we're gonna, definitely going to see something. Like a
0: firework display of blood. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah.
1: But I think with the the fact he just kind of crumpled and then he wiped blood off his face. Yeah. It's just being like ready to die. That's, that's the, the hardest part of the.
0: Yeah. I think she says like, I think you're ready. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, you look ready. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. Like, good.
1: He buttons um, his fucking blazer yeah. up, and he walks to death. Yeah. I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, I also like that everything like Pai taught her ended up coming up, so like somehow yeah. or another, yeah, it was like the ill. Like I think the movie starts almost with the uh, the talk of that technique of the yeah of the five pressure point exploding
1: heart technique. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that, um, yeah. the five point palm. No, it's when they when he drops her off when they at the after camp. The, oh, so yeah. it's like she goes, she runs through the whole thing. It's the start of start of Volume Two when he's saying when he's talking about his that, time right like, with Pai Yeah.
0: And I think that, um, like the it's like the most obvious Chekhov's gun. Yeah. But it was like still like very satisfying when say when, it in the
1: first like, act and then what happened in the third act. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think a lesser filmmaker would have been trying it the whole movie mm-hmm. and having it fail. Mm-hmm. Like each time she she comes up to uh uh one of the people on the list, she like tries slapping him in right. the chest and it's like oh it doesn't work. Right. But now with or with Tar- so we're like practicing it or yeah. something.
0: Yeah. But this but with the, with this with Tarantino like he knew. He did it in a way that like, you don't have to have ever seen it before to know that that's what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also, and also like that whole kind of like trying it over and over, they kind of got that with the three inch punch. Yeah. You know, so they were able to like kind of hide, like use the three inch punch in that whole struggle mm-hmm. to like hide the, but the, uh, five finger, the five pressure point. punch. Right. Yeah. You know? Which I thought was like a, a cool way to, to frame your story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, it's, it's interesting cause I feel like. My dad loves his westerns, right? But you know, he also loves his action. Did he see Kill Bill? I'm sure he did. Okay, I'm sure he did, but like not recently. All right, I don't think.
1: I feel like he I don't like, know if he'd like it. It's kind of it kind of does drag. Your dad's I, all about that I action. I mean, though. The second
0: one, I mean, yeah. But the thing is, my dad loves westerns, and westerns drag so much. Yeah. It's I don't understand it. How like he he'll fall asleep during anything, but he'll watch like a three hour western where half the time they're just riding a horse in a desert, you know, or like.
1: It's just the cinema, talking at a it's bar. A, it's the cinematography of it. Westerns are shot so differently than a lot of movies.
0: I think it's only my, but it's only a Western where my dad, if that's it, then Westerns is the only genre where my dad even appreciates that kind of thing.
1: I think he does, and he doesn't realize it. Yeah,
0: maybe he doesn't realize it. Yeah, like, I think, and it's like, also he grew up with it. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah.
1: West, like those are the original heroes of mm-hmm. American culture. where yeah. you can like look at John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, um, and a couple other fucking people. But like you, you see that they're, and especially like if you want to, uh, set yourself as a as a man or as a as a strong character, you. You know, you look at them. They come into town. They don't take shit. Right. They stand up for what they believe in. They they help people or they hurt people. Mm-hmm. And like they, you could kind of, especially like Clint Eastwood when he's like the lonesome stranger. Like right. he'll he'll roll into town or right. whatever. Like Shane, like the movie Shane mm-hmm. is like that. Yeah. And like and like the Magnificent Seven, where it's like it's not about them; it's about protecting people. The town. Right. It's about the town, and a lot. I think a lot of people gravitate to that because they they try to emulate the, the strength of character. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Probably. I guess. I could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and that five minute thing was for nothing. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, but, but, you know, I, I think he definitely, I think, I, I, from, the Kill Bill shows, kind of shows that Tarantino at least partially agrees with you. Yeah. 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 Um, at least in the second uh, volume.
1: Are you uh excited for the new Tarantino movie? What is the new? Tarantino? Once upon a time in Hollywood with Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Brad Pitt, and right. Margot Robbie? Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of tired it's not not it's not him. I'm kind of tired of that trio. I'm kind of tired of the uh, not that trio, but I'm tired of like DiCaprio. Really? Yeah, and and Margot Robbie. I mean, I could see more Margot Robbie, honestly. Okay. But Brad Pitt, it's like tired of it. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know why. I mean, I'm excited for it because it's a Tarantino movie. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know what it is about DiCaprio. Because
1: he it's, won his Oscar. Maybe
0: he's... he won his Oscar. It's like, okay, you you got it. This is all you even. This is. Out. I think it's his first he's movie since
1: now. The Revenant. Is it? I think so. Yeah. This is the first time he's been back to work. Really? Yeah. He took a time. He took some time off. <sighs> Saving the planet, <laughs> <laughs> or hanging out on a boat with a bunch of Moms. supermodels? Yeah. No, yeah, I think. Uh, hold on, let me let me find that out for yeah, you.
0: Because that that that'd be interesting.
1: No, yeah, because there is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, not a producer. He's a producer on Akira. Okay. Which is coming out in two thousand twenty-one. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting.
0: No, I mean it's gonna be.
1: No, yeah, he uh has hasn't, hasn't really worked since 2015. Wow. So he took a four-year break. Hmm. Good for him. Hmm. Must be nice. And the
0: last Tarantino movie was Hateful Eight.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh. Maybe
0: that's it. Maybe that's why I'm like not yeah. so excited for it.
1: Hateful Eight was dull. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why
1: I'm not. If yeah, if we old. were to, if we were to rank Quentin Tarantino movies, that would be at the bottom. For yeah. Me.
0: yeah. 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 But Kill Bill would definitely be towards the top.
1: Yeah, in my opinion, Kill
0: Bill would definitely be towards the top. For me, I think his best one. Oof, that's it's tough. Um, do you put it above Reservoir Dogs? Kill Bill? Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. Do you put it above Pulp Fiction? No. Okay. Do you put
1: it above Inglorious Bastards? No.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: Um, I think it. It for me, it'll go. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Kill Bill, uh, Volume One. Yeah. Then Reservoir Dogs, Volume Two.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, no, sorry, Django's up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about Django. Django. So it might. I like. All right, so yeah. Which Tarantino explicitly said this
0: one's for the blacks. You know. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna. Like this is to give black people like hero that yeah. they can look up to. It's like thank but, you, Quentin. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
1: QT mm. but, oh man he definitely found a a groove when he would, he just said like I guess I could just say the n-word now
0: yeah <laughs> yeah geez um I mean this movie is definitely less offensive than some of his others though I feel like it's because the thing is, it's sort of like hot fuzz or like um, Shaun of the Dead or something like that where it's it's like you could so you could view it as like a parody right. or satire.
1: They're making fun of the genre.
0: Well, but they're not. They're celebrating it.
1: Well, here's the thing. Mm. Speaking of that it how to look at it. Mm. If you buy into the Quentin Tarantino universe where every all of his movies are in one. In one
0: universe, sure. The
1: Kill Bill is... Uh, an episode of Fox Force Five, which is Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction's mm. TV show, where she plays a badass, a team of badass assassins. Mm. Like this is this is that show. This is that show, which is why it's shot that way. Exactly. There's even
0: like shots of like the soap, like when she's like and when she's driving, and it kind of has like the kind of like kind of background, or when she's flying, like though yep. between.
1: Uh, volumes one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because wow. it looks like a model. Looks so
0: like... that's where this movie fits into the fit- Quentin verse, the yeah. Tarantinoverse. Tarantino verse.
1: Tarantino, because it starts all and, and it brings into like True Romance, which he wrote. So yeah. it would be yeah, like um, Django Unchained. Oh, very cool. Yeah, and then because uh, the character in Inglorious Bastard is the grandfather of somebody in True Romance. Mm-hmm. Red Apple Cigarettes is a is a steady line through it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's 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 all technically one universe. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, it's easy to throw Django or throw glorious batters in because they happen at different times. All
1: mm-hmm. right? So that's easy. And you could also never tell really what year it is. Yeah. If except if it's like if you it's You could tell like the decade. Yeah, you could tell the decade, but yeah. you can't tell the year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when would you say Kill Bill took place?
1: Um I would say probably in the 90s cuz if you look at the cars, they had those like those like little kind of fake Porsche's. Yeah. those are prevalent in the early 90s in the early
0: 90s yeah uh the fashion too yep dude that i mean except those like
1: little cell phones that kind of threw everything the flip in. phones the flip phones yeah. yeah
0: dude the uh the bruce lee yellow jumpsuit yeah that she's rocking so tight
1: so <laughs> sick yeah.
0: i love that I love the outfit
1: it's a whole like that was a whole like a whole aesthetic iconic. And, and they just iconic and people like Parodied the shit out of that movie for years. Yeah, fine. Yeah. But,
0: like, you don't parody something that has not resonate Yeah, with exactly. People, you know? Um, but I thought that was, that's, like, maybe one of the, the greatest tributes of the movie. Yeah. Is that outfit. No, you know? yeah. Um, and, and just, you know, and the Lady Snow, like, the uh, Lady Snowblood with the, that's pretty much Lucy Liu's entire character. But, well, it, she is Uma Thurman's character. Right. But she looks exactly like Lucy Liu's character. Okay. Um, which is like pretty cool. Uh it's like it's pretty much, um oh it's literally just a woman on revenge, uh, is like what the movie is. But uh yeah, it goes pretty much the same way. Even there are even shots from their fight that are <laughs> from that movie. Okay. Which is pretty cool.
1: Um Lady Snowblood. Yeah, I think a lot of I really liked how this movie was shot. A lot of a lot of cool shots, especially at the end of um, with the O Ren fight where it go from far out and then you see them kind of running yeah. around. It just it's just there's a there's a lot of beauty in wide shots that people mm-hmm. don't get mm-hmm. these days.
0: Yes. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. Um I think the whole crazy eighty eight fight, especially uh when they end up when they end up in that blue background. Yeah.
1: It's so good looking. It's so yeah. Yeah. because um, it's not like you can't like if if you want to take uh if you want to look at, all right, look at Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and how dark it was mm-hmm. Yes. compared to this where there was no lights, only a background light. Right. The difference being they were not hiding anything. Right. They, Quentin Tarantino was, did not hide anything. You still saw fucking arms and shit get cut off. Yeah. Well, Game of Thrones was hiding CGI.
0: Right.
1: And that's like you could tell how however dark it is is how much they how hide. Much, yeah. Like, it's yeah. It's true.
0: It's um, true. And that's one of the things with Tarantino, which is like you're very grateful that he doesn't
1: use CGI mm-hmm. is because he, uh, he he can show you more. Yeah. He doesn't have to hide. He st- I think he still works on film, like actual film stock. Does he? I think so, oh, yeah, because I know like Hateful uh, hey so Eight room. was he's, yeah. <laughs> he's so like, pretentious. Yeah, yeah. He's such like, a douche. Like
0: I, You know, everyone loves how much he knows, but he I think, rub it in your face at this time I think
1: point. he'd be really tough to hang out
0: with. Yeah. it would be like, uh oh, dude like, like when he was talking about the Reza, he was like no it was finally cool to like see someone that actually like knew all the actors in the kung fu movies that you know and it felt like you, you're really talking to somebody
1: on your level it's like dude shut up man, shut <laughs> up, man. <laughs> like okay I get it fucking you like movies yeah protect your neck fire I get it, like, it yeah yeah it was <laughs> um <yeah. laughs> like we like... like, yeah, like, yeah we all on. from the Bronx we get it like fuck you fuck you man <laughs> but Staten Island we get it yeah know <laughs>
0: I mean Wu Tang yeah.
1: represented everywhere. I know. Five, but, uh, five boroughs. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> they even they even called uh, the they even shout out Long Island and uh Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. There you go. Yeah. Um but yeah, no. I think that you know I really he's in he's he's a bit of a pretentious dick about it. I'm not sure if I'd wanna hang out with him, but he's passionate.
1: I think I would just wanna I don't know about hanging. I definitely want to like have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. but I definitely feel out of place. Yeah, like I don't know as much as this guy does. Right, right. But it'd be, he'd be like talking about some like, ooh, you see this like French new wave movie? I'm like, y- y'all see Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> like, so Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, Winter Soldier is pretty fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that was definitely the deepest Marvel I mean, movie.
1: <laughs> you want to talk deep cuts? Yeah. Mm, have you seen the new aladdin movie yeah <laughs>
0: the little uh underground a little, pic
1: little uh independent feature called jean wick <laughs>
0: jean wick like, batman, like and in in su- batman versus superman don't yeah. <laughs> you know i think it had a lot of potential I think
1: suicide squad huh? oh speaking of actually uh tommy the bride's groom yeah
0: he was there. There's makeup artist. Makeup artist. He's yeah.
1: done a lot of make. He's done all the Marvel movies. Really? Yeah. He's 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 an Oscar. He's done Suicide Squad. He's done. Really? Like, yeah. Good for him. Yeah.
0: Good for him. He's talented. He is. Yeah. Because if he, I mean, even the way they they dirty up like Uma Thurman's face, like right. throughout the movie, like she is always like in dirt or blood or something. Yeah. You know, and that really adds a lot. I feel like that adds a lot to the.
1: Character. No, it's like it's. Um... Yeah, because it, it shows where they've been mm-hmm. and how they've gotten where they are.
0: And it kind of desexualizes her, too. And it's yeah. like it puts her on a level of, like... Because, you know, there's other movies that take, like, Sucker Punch. Mm. Where, like, you know, you, you think that, oh, these are some badass girls. But they, like, go through, like, great lengths to make sure that they stay... Pristine. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like, attractive in their fucking, like, schoolgirl uniforms and yeah. stuff. And all their moves are, like, splits and whatever.
1: It's... Yeah, it's, uh it it's uh, no I, I 100% agree yeah, with you or like, even like it's black
0: a, widow like her her early um fight scenes were all just like a little t- i don't know i don't too know. clean yeah and like this like really highlighting, like flexibility and right. stuff and
1: um it's the uh, death of superman uh, concept where if uh, i know it's it's not it's it's a little bit more prevalent in that where it's if you read the comic strip where not comic comic series yeah. uh where you see him in doomsday fighting but he's getting like beaten the shit out of and mm-hmm. his suit's ripping mm-hmm. and you can see like oh it's taking a lot out of him each time the suit rips it's another piece of him right. gone right because throughout his entire run that suit, suit ripped right so this is something that's like oh this is taking a lot out of him yeah. and then when he finally dies and he's just like in tatters Tattered. yeah you're like oh shit man yeah. that's some real st- that that like hits heavy so right. now, if you see the bride who gets cut up, who gets you know that, that yellow jumpsuit all fucked up, yeah. Even her 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 western outfit when she yeah. gets shot in the chest has like she didn't like go to the bathroom in that diner and like wash her face. No, no. She just like got a drink her water and left. Yeah, yeah. And then she was all dusty throughout the entire time, and then she finally got out of there.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So, but when she comes out of it. She is definitely worse for the wear, and it does, its I think that's really cool, and yeah. I think that's um—that's how you know a character's been through some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I—we've done some pretty violent movies. This, this is like the last point I want to make because we're okay. approaching an hour. We've done some really violent movies these past uh, few weeks. Yeah, and um, so a Muppet movie is coming up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. we might need we might <laughs> we need, need a, a little of a, bit of a, of a cleanse. Yeah, we yeah. might need a bit of, a bit of a break from that. But you know, um. My, my girlfriend who's not into violence at oh. all. Um, she's you know very very non-violent. So she doesn't even she doesn't really. Well, like no, that. I'm not like a violent no, person. No, but she, I mean she doesn't really like violence
1: in movies. Oh, okay, she hates it. Like um, so, what does she watch? drawing is she psyched for Downton Abbey this is us I
0: know <laughs> no, she um, she likes comedies and stuff okay you know lo- like you know she, she's uh, going through Brooklyn Nine Nine right now oh good for her yeah, yeah, yeah. she's loving it. she you know loves like Parks and Rec the Office like all those shows there you go um she's what do, What do we watch uh, like the Haunting on Hill House we watched and that was uh really good we watched um she likes a lot of like
1: that's not violent the, the Haunting on Hill House actually
0: no it's was a it? lot of scares but not a lot of like it's
1: atmospheric and yeah oh, exactly
0: no. Um, but she doesn't like, like, action, like, like, conflict. Okay. And, but the thing is, is that I think what movies and action movies do is that, one, not only is it such an impressive, like, filmmaking endeavor. Right. And I think that people can, who can direct action well, like, have, like, they sit on a very specific mountain. You know, like, a very hard mountain to climb. And, like, you know, it, there, there's so many action movies out there. But when you see one that's done well, right. that puts you, I think, in a pretty, like, high echelon. Okay. Um, but... And even outside of that, I think from a storytelling perspective, nothing can really demonstrate conflict like a physical con, like like confrontation. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, hundred you know? percent. Like it really, like it, 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 that's how you that's how you bring. Uh, I don't think anything brings like two characters to, um, to like who are at ends with their opinions, right, or like with their ideologies, and cause them to clash. Like, like there, there's a cerebral way to do that, but action does that in a way that's just so strong, yeah. and that's why I think Civil War is our like my favorite Marvel movie now instead of Winter Soldier. Okay, because you know this the physical confrontation of two people that have had different ideologies from the start, is I think so much more impactful. And then when it's done well, like the action in Civil War is done pretty well. Yeah. Um, when it's done well, it just it I think it tells a story. Uh so so strongly and spectacularly it gives you just so much more respect for everyone involved yeah because
1: it's a different level of of work it's not like comedy where you could be funny and that's it this is like all right you have to uh be you have to be uh, be funny you have to be engaging you have to be this then you also have to be physical so you have to keep that in mind
0: and it's such a demonstration of like willpower and like and how how strong you're going to hold to your ideas because the one that loses is the one that you know maybe their ideology was strong but they weren't like yeah
1: their their
0: their commitment to it yeah. wasn't strong enough you know their will to go on and that's why Cap wins mm-hmm. you know because he's his the, the power of friendship all know, right. overcomes all <laughs> um, even though he's yeah like that can I can go on about Cap but I think Kill Bill I think is very good okay um at using physical violence and uh, gratuitous as it is to bring to like kind of show that like that uh. That her will for revenge and justice is un is unfathomable, is unbeatable, yeah. is un. I mean, she's one hundred percent in on yeah. board. Like, yeah, yeah and at any she moment. was already the deadliest woman. Yeah, but now she, with that motivation, It made it even worse. Like, yeah,
1: even deadlier. Yeah, right.
0: And that's why we we have so much respect for the bride. Yeah, why we have so much respect for for John Wick. Why mm-hmm. we have so much respect for people who go on these revenge like movies is because the action. Is reinforce it reinforces yeah. the ideas, and it's reinforced by her ideas.
1: Yeah, and her yeah. character is not defined by her revenge. It's it's uh like it, it, her character is actually like uh shown in a better light because of it. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like this one person. It's not one note. Like uh, right. it's like they're just there for revenge. It's like no. It's like they didn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not like their goal in life was to go on this revenge tour. It was to try to like it, it try to be someone different. But the fact that you took that away from them, mm-hmm. it's like, well, now you fucked up, and like here we right. go, like, and that's why they started it, like right. because they wanted something different, and you took the option away from them. Now they're gonna turn what made them so special against you, against you, against you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, also, I really liked in the Vivica Fox scene where she goes like, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to kill you in front of your daughter. That's right. That's not my idea. Yeah, that's not what I wanted here. I just want justice to be served right i mean and even though she's like we're not going to be square
1: right. like, <laughs> yeah. after we do so this. like if we're going to be square i'm going to kill your daughter i'm going to kill your husband, husband yeah everything. yeah
0: which is like but you know i, I just, just yeah i, I want just it. want you i just want you to pay for it
1: yeah and that's yeah. that's that's that's
0: good yeah so it shows that you know it's a kind of a she's still a sympathetic character despite all the violence yeah and whereas like i think um
1: she's still human yeah, yeah.
0: and that tells i think it tells you more about her in the way that she fights you know and when she chooses to fight, when she chooses not to, right? You know, I think that's something that people who don't really who who are like in like like um, who are just a, adverse or like straight opposed to violence mm-hmm. in movies, like they like you know just automatically against it. Like again, I think that's what they're missing out on. Right. I, th- I think that
1: that yeah. Yeah, they they're looking at it for the act, not the reason. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I think they just see violence and it's like mindless. They mm-hmm. they assume like this is gratuitous this is you know uh perverse this is like there's no thought behind this right and it's like that's not yeah. always the
1: case yeah yeah
0: now um so yeah anyway guys <laughs> let's, let's give this a grade
1: yeah uh do we give two different grades one for one one for Now oh, we can give it one collective because right. one is because uh, volume one is you know, made better or worse by volume two. Mm-hmm. You could because you got to take them as both movies, yeah. as both as the same movie. Well, if
0: we do that, then that then that presents a, another problem altogether with
1: the film, which okay. is pacing. Uh, where yeah. like
0: they go balls to the wall in the first half, and then they just halt. I feel like if they were to intersperse. These so that's a
1: Tarantino in, kind of staple.
0: Yeah, I just feel like if they, but I don't think that's a good thing. No, you know, I think that if they were to intersperse part two throughout part one, right, and kind of separate it that way. You might have gotten two, like solid movies on their own, right? You know, but this way just seems like, yeah, I, I don't, you know, it's. I think it's a, it's a cool. I think it's a cool and interesting way to format. I'm glad that he tried it that way, right? But I don't think I prefer it
1: that way. Okay, so
0: um, for me, I'm gonna go
1: with seven point five eight. I was gonna say seven and a half. Yeah, low seven. seven, seven like going uh seven and a half towards, towards seven. seven.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I think two does drag it down a little yeah. bit. I feel like I feel like we're like shallow for saying that. No,
1: I yeah a little. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean think, you you don't yeah. come across with four hundred four hundred fifty gallons of fake blood and then go with like two. Yeah. Right, nothing. Yeah, nothing.
0: Yeah, I do. I do feel shallow. Uh, being like, oh well, you know, yeah, maybe there was character development, but you only kill three people. You know, no, like and not, it's
1: not, it's not that. It's also it is the pacing because there is a point where not. just the brakes are hit. A yeah, bit, and you're like. Okay, this is the this is what drags. Yeah. Like this is like this was the toughest part to get through. Like yes. watching starting at one o'clock in the morning. Like, ugh, okay, like how like do I really need? Fast yeah, bit? do I really need to hear Bill go on for five minutes about fucking Superman? Yeah, and like him being wrong about it. But like, all right, whatever.
0: Yeah, so I think um, yeah, I think seven seven and a half is fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: No, yeah. That's that is that then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you think Kill Bill should be higher, if you think it should be lower, you know you can always hit us up, let us know on Movie Mayhem Podcast, oh, at Twitter, at Movie Mayhem Pod. And on Instagram, at Movie Man Podcast. Uh, through email, Movie him Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to buy a shirt, it's at tpublic.com backslash Movie Man Podcast. That's right. Uh, So, you know, next we're going to ride this 200 wave. That's right. All the way to the top. All the way to 300. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm. I'm, I'm going to be wedded. even in residency your, it. Boys, your boy's going to be here
1: unless yeah. I'm on call then I'll be on call Yeah. otherwise we're, we're going to you'll do it from the office. office you'll exactly. hear is the dentist chill going Zzzz. oh you know what I liked about this movie yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like tell my parents like oh this is Brian don't, don't yeah, mind don't it. Worry, don't worry we're just going to talk <laughs> um, and, and yeah can you I, just uh stay away from the uh, windscreen if you don't yeah. mind <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so maybe we might be taking a break from action movies I don't really know I, I
1: mean it's up to you is
0: anything coming out this week
1: Next week is Rocketman. Man. Oh, maybe we can do Rocketman. Man. We could do Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah,
0: sure. So then, well, we maybe we'll do that instead. Because it's
1: um, it's Man and Godzilla that come out. Rocketman I definitely seems like more interesting. Yeah, I don't have any. Like, I mean, I want to see Godzilla. I, but do. I have I have no like ambition to review it. Right, because it's just gonna be CGI monster beats up another CGI monster. Yeah, that's it. like
0: reviewing like Pacific Rim too.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like a, um,
0: whereas Rocket Man, you know, I really like Taron Egerton. Yeah, and I want him to do well.
1: Yeah, and so. I and I actually think that this is actually because well, this is actually a legit musical where he's going to flow as a musical. Sure. Which uh, Aladdin, not, not in so the beginning, much. it was. I have so many so many bad things to say. Wow. About, about uh, the beginning of Aladdin, at least. Wow. And the end of Aladdin. Wow. <laughs> Middle of Aladdin's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. So Will Smith did Will Genie. S- Will Smith is fantastic as Genie. All
0: right. That's the thing. Will Smith has not a bad role in a long time. Am I am I right in saying
1: that? I think so. Yeah, he was good
0: in Deadshot. Yeah, he was, was good. At he, was good as he was good as
1: Deadshot. He was good in uh, I Am Legend. He was good as I Am, in I am Legend. I think it's like seven pounds or something. Yeah, that might have been a bit. Maybe you, you I know didn't what actually see seven you pounds. know what happened. And I I I'll, I'll say it right now. When I was yeah. watching Aladdin, I was like at a at a moment, I was like. This is just Hitch too. (laughs) Oh shit! It is. (laughs) It's blue Hitch. It's it's blue Hitch. Like Uh, he finally got a Hitch sequel. Like that's funny. Because he told he, it comes a point where he's basically showing Aladdin how to dance. I was like, this is very reminiscent of what he did with Kevin James. Hundred percent.
0: Like, (laughs) well, Hitch is also a great movie.
1: I like. Look, I like how he's saying. I know people were, like, upset. Friend Like Me. A uh, Friend Like Me was great. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun to watch. It was
0: great on Broadway, too, by the way. Oh, it is Yeah. Nice. That's, like, the, the highlight of the Broadway music. Uh,
1: Prince Ali was actually a lot better than I expected. Oh, okay. Here, here, Alright. Oh, fuck. Uh, we're, now we're in ten minutes in. So I think I'm going to just really go into it right now. Okay. And...